This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. One eighty degrees on I am youth. Luane on 180 degrees. Shauna on 180 degrees. 180 degrees with Zoe George. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. One eighty degrees on I am youth movement. Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of the One Eighty Degrees Show. We are so excited to be speaking to you guys again. We are in uncertain times, but that does not mean that we are uncertain about who God is and what God is busy doing. Amazing things are happening, and we are so glad that we can share these things with you. We have got such a fun show lined up. But before we talk about that, Zoe, how are you doing? I'm doing so well, Luane. It actually like. What you said just now was just so beautiful. I found that there's been such a beautiful outpouring of just like the gospel and Christianity online. As you know, churches have closed down, so a lot of churches have gone online. A lot of people have gone online to just like share the faith and encourage people to just stay happy and not afraid. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. But otherwise, I have been doing well. I've been studying. My exam season is approaching. How have you been, Luane? Ah, oh, exam season. How I remember it not so fondly. <laughs> My sister is also a student, as you guys know, and she's been listening to online podcasts and stuff that her lecturers have been making. So, so many strides. Um, we're doing well. We're doing good. We are enjoying a slower life. Um, things have gotten a little bit monotonous at home. And I'm missing just adding a splash of something exciting to my day. So yeah, that's not so great always. However, we're staying positive. We're keeping and doing the things. Isla is as cute as ever. We're trying to feed our bodies well. We're not resting well, but you know, a lot of people are, which is great. And enjoying the sunshiny days when they're there. So yeah, overall, we're doing pretty good. Um, yeah, so tonight we've got a fantastic show coming up for you guys. We have got our usual groovy movie. We've got a Bible quiz. We've got a happy health tip. We've got a very interesting interview coming up. So please do stay tuned for that. But first up, we have got what's down on your couch. Cape Town. 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 What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. Hey guys, welcome back to the What's Down in Cape Town segment of the show. But as for the past few weeks, if you have been listening, you'll know that it's been reinvented to the What's Down on Your Couch for obvious reasons. You could not leave your couch. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're an essential worker, but I digress. Anyways, it seems like this might be the last week that we have our What's Down on Your Couch segment of the show. And it's a bit of a bittersweet feeling. So I've decided to go out with a bit of a bang. As you know, we're opening up slowly by next week, which should be the 
by the 1st of May, so I have a few steps for how to readjust to life outside, especially now that there is a global pandemic on our hands. First off, don't go out unnecessarily. Um, although we do have the freedom to go out once again, one does not want to abuse this power. There is still a disease on the street. And in order to keep yourself and your loved ones safe, I would not encourage you to just roam around the streets for no reason. Second of all, you can retain some of the money-saving tactics that you know, or if you listen to our first episode of this month, you'll know that we spoke about money and how one can deal in these trying times, especially with how many people's incomes have been halved or even cut off completely. So even though you will be able to work again and you will ideally be making money, this virus may have shaken the economy for the worse. I would advise you to carry on saving money if you can in case of a rainy day. That's never a bad decision to make. Third of all, support local businesses. Yes, of course, I know you love your McDonald's. Who doesn't, except maybe like people who are health conscious? (laughs) But who doesn't love all these big corporations? They're big for a reason. But in these trying times, small businesses are really suffering in ways that you cannot even imagine unless, of course, you are working in or own a small business. It's a beautiful time for us to have each other's backs here in South Africa. So if you can, and I think you should, you should go out of your way to support small local businesses. They need your support now more than ever. Next, try and avoid large social gatherings. Like my first option, if you must go out, which you should because humans are social creatures, try not to go to the place that has like a thousand people. Unless, of course, it's school and you must. But if you don't have to, then you don't really need to. This is just a safety precaution that may give you some peace at night when you're coughing and you don't know if it's a flu or if it's something else. Next is to stock up on hand sanitizers. Before the lockdowns, I went out shopping with my friend for hand sanitizer. She needed it. I did not. But we were shocked and very disturbed to find out that all the five different stores we went to were all clean out of hand sanitizer. Currently, the stores have been restocked with hand sanitizer. And as people will be allowed to go out again, I think they might clean out the shelves again. However, the shops may be more prepared than we realized this time. So stock up on hand sanitizers. And if you feel it necessary... Also stock up in masks, those can be quite effective in combating coronavirus. And then the last but not the least, though this might seem to contradict my first point, remember to see all your friends and families, your loved ones who you weren't able to see for the past like five weeks because of the lockdowns. You may have connected with them socially and telephonically, but it's never the same being in the same room as someone. So don't remember to see everyone you love and give them a nice warm hug, but only for like three seconds. Yeah, and that's all I have. Now let's just go straight into the groovy movie section of the show. Zoe on 180 Degrees. Groovy movie, all rooting. Hey! A ba da da ba bamboo Time to watch the movies. 
Hey guys, now welcome to the groovy movie section of the show. Now, if you're unaware of what happens in this section of the show, we play a clip from a movie or a TV series that you most likely watched when you were a little bit younger. This week's groovy movie is a, from a very popular musical that was around when I was a child. However, this song... I, I know what you're thinking. Zoe, this is a musical. You could have taken any song from the movie. But this week's song, this is the only hint I'm going to give you. It did not appear in the actual movie. But it is, weirdly enough, one of my favorite songs from the movie. Now, they recorded the scene but decided to remove it for some unknown reason. So, if you have any idea what movie this is, please contact 081-791657 and we would love to hear from you. One eighty degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, seven to nine a.m. Zoe on one eighty degrees. Ah, yes, you are currently tuned into seven to nine a.m. and you are listening to one eighty degrees. Now, before that beautiful song that we just listened to, we listened to a snippet of another song that was also very enjoyable. Now, if you're just tuning in right now, you must know that we just listened to our groovy movie, but the clip. So, if you don't know what happens, we play a clip from a movie, and if you know what it is, you can send us a message wherein you tell us what the answer is. But I'm not going to hold you in any more suspense. Not today. Not when we're so close to coming out. So anyways, this week's groovy movie was Our Time Is Now from the movie Camp Rock from, I believe, 2008, I think. If you didn't know the song, and but you knew the movie, it's okay, because the song doesn't really appear in the movie. But this week, we wanted to change things up a little for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's movie. And if you got it right, you can give yourself a pat on the back. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. So tonight we're talking to Amy, who is a student at Stellenbosch. And obviously things have gotten a little bit weird in the world of academics. And people are no longer allowed to attend university in person and have to study at home. So Amy, would you just tell us a little bit about yourself quickly? I mean, you've been on the show a few times, but maybe someone doesn't know who you are. Just tell us what you're studying and yeah. All right. So uh, I'm Amy. Uh, I'm currently a fourth year studying uh, BDiv, which is theology at Stellenbosch University. Um, I did two years at Nelson Mandela Metropole University as well. well now it's just Nelson Mandela University. Um, yeah, I think that's all people really need to know. So can you tell us how your professors started this conversation and how they sort of prepped you to go online? Well, I think it all was basically just uh, emails, getting sent emails by the management and stuff, telling us how the process would go. Um, everyone was very patient and everyone tried their best to explain everything that would happen. Our faculty um, theological student committee also sent us messages and tried to tell us uh, who we could reach out to if we needed help. I know lots of people had issues. They didn't have laptops at home. At home, they didn't have any data at home. So that was a big struggle for a lot of people. And the university, I think, has done a lot of effort to make sure 
everyone can work. So what has the university done for those people who don't have any data or don't have laptops at home? Or as you told me through the week, people left like stuff in the hostel rooms because they thought they'd be coming back. So how's the university helping out those students? So um, you had until last week, uh, the chance is unfortunately gone for anyone only hearing this now, but we've been getting constant SMSs and emails from the university about it. There was a number you were supposed to SMS and then they would courier out a laptop to you. They added the price of the laptop to your student account, um, interest free. And if you gave it back at the end of the year in good condition and stuff, it, the price was completely taken off of your wow. student account. So the university is really, I think, doing its best to help as many people as possible. I know some of my friends live in not the best areas. Mm. Mm. Unsafe areas, right? Yeah. Um, and they didn't really trust taking their laptops home. They usually leave it over the weekends and stuff. So they didn't take their laptops home and they had nothing to do any work on. They just had like a smartphone and you can't do 5,000 word assignments like we have to do this year yeah. on a cell phone. So the university's really been trying to help us with that. They've also, I, I don't know if it's all the universities together or only our university, but I know it, it counts for everyone spoke to the different data providers, Vodacom, Telcom, Celsi, MTN, and arranged either zero rates or free data every day to use university websites, which I'm very thankful for. Oh, that's really cool. Like, I'm, I'm quite surprised at how far the university has gone to help you guys out. How have your professors personally been helping you guys to study at home? Well, we were a bit nervous about that starting off because, you know, not all professors are equally as talented with technology. So some of them have really tried to to do their best and they've put a lot of effort in it. Um, we've got PowerPoints with voice recordings embedded where every slide has its own little voice recording and explains what's going on in the slides. Um, some professors just send us long um, voice messages, 18 minutes, 25 minutes. They assign us podcasts and stuff. So they've really been doing their best to get us the information we need. Um, apparently some book manufacturers, book publishing houses have been spoken to to get um, the readings we need cheaper or free online. Um, I've seen some of our readings appear online that usually couldn't be scanned up until that quantity. So yeah, our professors have really been doing the most to help us in this time. How have you been finding studying at home? Because obviously Zoe knows all about online studies and all those sorts of things. How has it been for you who is used to going to a class and listening to a lecture? Well, actually, I wanted to send Zoe a meme about this. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, going to normal universities is the best. Uh, who wants to go to UNISA? And then, bam, all in our final year. Oh, UNISA. That's that's everyone's life this year. Um, it's It's been a mix of easy and difficult. What's really nice is the lectures aren't aired at any specific times. I only have one class that has a chat room open for a certain hour, which for some reason the professor scheduled from 8 till 9 in the morning. Wow. Otherwise, um, there's no specific time that you have to, you know, listen to the voice recording or go through the PowerPoint. Assignments will have specific times they do. But if you want to get up at 10, if you want to get up at 12, you can do that. You work with your own schedule, which is really nice. Um, but there's still like a structure of, okay, Mondays is the day I'm going to do my New Testament or Tuesdays is this day. So that's nice that we can still have that structure because the work, it gets uploaded the same day, some days early. But, you know, your work's going to be there the day you, you would have had the class. Um, it's been difficult because I'm not very good at forcing myself to work. So I've been wholeheartedly 
in charge of my own schedule and doing the work and getting it uploaded on time. And that's been difficult because I am a bit of a procrastinator. So being in charge of my own schedule has not been perfect. But yeah, I, th I think it's going all right. My friends all message each other while we're working and we're asking questions. So we kind of have an accountability group going on like that. And we all make sure the assignments are done on time. One friend asked if she could, at the beginning of the week, go through all the course outlines and then she'll send everything we have to do the week on the Monday on, on our study group. And then we have to check to make sure she has everything there. So she's helping us and we're helping her to make sure everyone knows what to be done. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very thankful for those kind of things. So tell us a little bit about the students who are struggling and who don't have all the tools and the space that they need to flourish in their studies at the moment. Yeah, so um, some of the worries that some people have is, for example, that ESCOM will come back with everything that's going on. What um, do you mean ESCOM will come back? Load shedding will come back. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's just how we talk about it. Whenever ESCOM appears in the news, it means something bad is going to happen. True. When you don't hear about it, it means things are going all right. <laughs> So, yeah, some people are scared that load shedding will come back. Um, and, yeah, there are areas where, for example, telecom doesn't have perfect reach everywhere. And if you have a telecom SIM card because it has good reach in Stellenbosch, it might not have good reach when you're home. So there are some issues with still with data struggles and people are scared the laptops are going to get stolen or the laptops won't get delivered to the right place because not everyone has, like, a solid address like we do in like some of the bigger, more established suburbs. Lots of people are also worried about not handing in their assignments on time. And time scheduling at home can be really hard. I know I have it quite e easy. I'm living with my sister and her husband. But some people go home to houses where when they're home, they have to do a lot of work. They have to help out the whole day. And there's been a lot of memes about it, but I know there's truth in it as well. Um, sometimes when you get home, your parents are just like, right, go do this, go do that. Time to look after your siblings. I need to work. And it's it's a stressful environment because, oh, yeah, we need to do a thesis. And when are you going to schedule in thesis time if most of your day is taken up looking after the house and then you have to put in your academics at night, but then you also have to read lots of books for your thesis. And sleep sometime. Sleep sometime and look after yourself. And it's very stressful. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a very difficult period emotionally and mentally for lots of students so my thoughts and prayers go out to them and yeah I'd also like for everyone listening today to also send out a thought and a prayer to all the students who could be struggling because it does sound like a dream oh being at home and getting to sleep late and stuff but it's very stressful because your professors aren't as close as they used to be some professors are very bad at answering email so if you need to know something for an assignment you need to know oh, i'll be able to get this information quickly because i have these hours to work on it in the day yeah i've seen on my story some of my friends have been it seems wholeheartedly put in charge of looking after their siblings and when you have four to five siblings to look after that are much younger than you when do you do your academics when do you schedule that in so for some people, it really is a blessing to go away to university and to be able to focus on that. And I think some people are really struggling without their friends and having that support system close to them because they don't really have that support system at home. I think a lot of people take for granted the special space that they have at university where it's like, okay, everyone there is there to study. Like, sure, you're going to have a little bit of fun. You're going to do some fun stuff. But everyone there is there to study. You're there with one goal. But when you go home... 
that's not the goal. Like the goal mm. is not to study. The goal is to keep the house going, to keep everyone alive and fed and clean and like to keep things on the move. And some people are still working. Some people are working from home and have now got kids stuck at home, as you're saying. It's it's just a lot to juggle. And we don't always realize when we're not in that situation, we don't always realize how difficult it can be to juggle it all at once. Yeah. Yeah. And as I said, um, my thoughts and prayers go out to all the people struggling with that because I, I can't imagine that mental weight that you have to carry because it really is a special space being at university and having your friends around you. And even though a lot of students do have a lot of fun, it is an environment of studying there. And um, I'm seeing a lot of bingos going around those little, you know, little sheets where it's oh, like the Instagram stories. Yeah, the Instagram stories where um, our faculty did a bingo, and I'm seeing like the um, occupational therapists did one, and people from old schools and stuff did one. And one of the questions that's always on the bingos, at least the ones I've seen, is uh, Have you ever dear nachwitzed in Engels? Overnighted. Have you ever overnighted in the computer lab? In our faculty, for example, was the one, and several people have answered yes, like. There are so many study spaces available to students that they don't have at home. I I know even I have spent the night at the faculty's labs working on assignments or studying for tests. There's the SS, there's um, all the different computer labs, the libraries that are open very late, especially during exams times. And it's, it's difficult. And I always think also of the students who don't have such strong computer literacy, who don't really know how to use laptops and who struggle with internet normally who now have to do everything on that i know some of the people in my class write out all their assignments on paper and then type it in afterwards oh wow it's just it it works easier for them and to know all these processes they have to go through yeah just thinking of all the students right now the weird time we're finding ourselves in at the moment has opened up a lot of discussion on different sort of situations and it's it's made us have a harder look at the privileges that a lot of us have and also the struggles that a lot of us have that we just might not have known about before. And the positives about social media is that we can share this, we can start to talk about it and we can tell ourselves, listen, our normal is no longer there. What are we going to do when this all ends and when we start going back into society obviously things are very strange and everyone's uncertain and gosh I think if we just take a step back and we try to celebrate the fact how the the fact that our country is doing so well I won't say thriving we're not thriving but doing so well and um, that we're working together so well is something truly to celebrate so please do pray for each other keep in touch with each other and pray for our students who are struggling at home because not all of them are 18 year olds who are staying with their parents some of them are 40 something year olds with kids in the house and 20 year olds who are taking care of all their siblings like our situations aren't all the same we need to keep this in mind so please take this interview as a time to reach out to a student to I don't know, post on Facebook about it if you're that type of person. Share the story, support each other, and let us not forget that this is what God has called us to do, is to love each other in all situations, but especially when times are really tough. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bible quiz section of the show. Now, we're just going to ask you a question I think may not be that 
simple because it can change from translation to translation. Now, which woman of the Bible notoriously said the phrase, if I perish, I perish? I thought this was a very interesting Bible quiz question because I've noticed that people have been saying variants of this word a lot lately. And I just, every time someone says it, I just find it hilarious. But if you have any idea which biblical woman said this phrase, please WhatsApp 081-729-1657 because we'd love to hear from you. And we hope that you have the right answer. Well, yeah, thank you. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. So you are tuned into 7 to 9 a.m. and you're currently listening to 180 degrees. Now, if you just tuned in, first of all, you're tuning in a little late, aren't you? But, you know, we still have lots to go around on this radio station. But if you're tuning in just now, you won't know. But we just asked you a question. It was a part of our Bible quiz when we asked our listeners to send us in answers to a biblical quiz we asked them this week's bible quiz was who notoriously uttered the phrase if i perish i perish now i'm just going to give you the answer because i don't like keeping people in suspense anymore so the famous biblical woman who uttered this phrase was esther if you're looking for this answer it can be found in the book of esther verses chapter 4 verse 16 now, when she uttered this phrase, she was doing the thing that she would become famous for. She was standing up for Jewish rights. And, you know, the beautiful thing is she was willing to die for this cause, for God's people to do the Lord's work. And she didn't even die. Like, just her boldness and her courageousness and just the fact that she knew what, what God was doing is so inspiring and it's just such a beautiful thing. I thought it was I thought it was a nice touch and I also am just fond of the phrase, if I perish, I perish. It can be so hilarious in another context. Oh, and once again, we are at the end of our show. If you are just tuning in now, um, I'm, I hate to tell you, but we're about to end. Perhaps next week you can tune in about, what, 50, 45 minutes earlier, depending on what you really want to hear. But we hope that you guys stick around for the guys show. They're going on directly after us. Just wait through about one or two songs, which won't even feel like waiting because the songs will be so just beautiful. The time always flies by, as I say every week, because it's true. I still have, I still have yet to see where it goes. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this week's episode and I hope you did too. This is 180 Degrees, signing out. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.